Hey there, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. Well, you've thought about doing your own podcast, let me tell you, it's not near as hard as it used to be. I launched a podcast back in 2008, and it was crazy difficult to get it listed everywhere where listeners were, which back then wasn't really that many places. But now, podcasts are everywhere, and with a platform like Buzzsprout, you can be all over the place with one click, plus a great-looking website, analytics, and more. That's why... We use Buzzsprout. So follow the link in the show notes, and that'll let Buzzsprout know that we sent you, and you'll get a $20 credit if you sign up for a paid plan. Plus, it helps support our show as well. Again, down in the show notes with Buzzsprout. Let's go! All right, let's get this show on the road! Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go, woo! This is the Ike Wingate Show. Top of the morning, everyone. Join the show now. Text 870-505-1518. Here's your host, Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Ike Wingate. Good morning. Welcome to Friday and the first day of March. Hard to believe. Yeah, it really is. Thanks for being here. Coming up on the show today, cereal for dinner, a dog found after an avalanche, a chimney plant catches fire. That's ironic. A fake Willy Wonka experience, well, gets exposed. 75% of people have skipped out on an event because of blank. And do you keep secrets from your spouse? We'll get to all that and more. Coming up today on the show, this hour, we've got celebrity birthdays, this day in history, and random facts on the way for you. All brought to you by Thurman and Flanagan, attorneys at law, online at ozarkjustice.com or call 479-253-1234. And it is time for your celebrity birthdays here for Friday. March 1st. Can you believe it? March 1st, 2024. Justin Bieber is 30. Kesha's 37. Lapita Nyongo, who plays Nakia in Black Panther, is 41. Jensen Ackles, who plays Dean Winchester on Supernatural, is 46. Mark Paul Gossler, he was in Saved by the Bell as Zach Morris. He's 50 today. John, I'm sorry, Jack Davenport who played Commander Norrington in the Pirates of the Caribbean movies, is 51. Javier Bourdem, who is Desi Arnaz in Being the Ricardos, is 55. George Eads, who played Jack Dalton on the new MacGyver. Not MacGruber, MacGyver. 57 today. Jack... Zach. Zach Snyder, uh, Justice League directors, 58. Booker T, the WWE Hall of Famer, is 59. Tim Daly, who is Tia Leone's husband on Madam Secretary, 68. Ron Howard, who's Opie on the Andy Griffith Show and director and all that good stuff now. He's 70 today. Catherine Bach, who is the original Daisy Duke on Dukes of Hazard, is 70. Let's see. And on this day in history... Yellowstone became America's first national park in 1872. All right. Boxer Joe Lewis retired as heavyweight boxing champion on this date in 1949. In 1961, President Kennedy established the Peace Corps. In 1968, Johnny Cash married June Carter Cash. Mickey Mantle announced his retirement from baseball on this date in 1969. Whitney Houston won Album of the Year for The Bodyguard and Record of the Year for I Will Always Love You on this date in 1994. 
And the Supreme Court in 2005 ruled that the death penalty was unconstitutional for juveniles who committed their crimes under the age of 18. And in 2010, Jay Leno returned as host of The Tonight Show. His final show was February 6, 2014. He hosted 4,610 times. His predecessor, Johnny Carson, hosted The Tonight Show 4,531 times. Those are your celebrity birthdays on this day in history. Good morning. And it is that time of morning for your random facts. According to a study published by the American Journal of Public Health, an estimated 42% of adults in the U.S. know at least one person who has died of a drug overdose. That's roughly 125 million people. My goodness. 42% of adults in the U.S. know at least one person who died of a drug overdose. Wow, that's sad. Well, someone who is 6 foot 7 can see about 1,000 feet farther than someone who is 5 foot 7. So, 1,000 feet more visibility for someone a foot taller like that. That's interesting. The actor who played the most interesting man in the world in the DeSecchi's commercials through 2016 was once an extra on Star Trek. He was a crew member in a red shirt, and uh, those guys pretty much always got killed. But he survived somehow because he's the most interesting man in the world. The state of Delaware is only split up into three counties, which is the fewest of any state. Only three counties. Can you imagine? Stieg Larson had just found a publisher for The Girl with a Dragon Tattoo and its two sequels when he died. How about that? Well, okay. Those are your random facts. (laughs) Not always happy facts, but truly random. Good morning. Happy Friday to you. I don't know about you, but at our house, when it is one of those nights where, you know, you don't want to make a dinner, you know, you just tell the kids it's cereal night. But right now, a lot of backlash is happening against the CEO of Kellogg's after saying that people should be looking at cereal as a way to save money. Basically saying, if you want to save money, eat cereal for dinner. This is CEO Barry, Pil- I'm sorry, Gary Pilnick with the cost-saving suggestion. Some of the things that we're doing is first messaging. we got to reach the consumer where they are. So we're advertising about cereal for dinner. If you think about the cost of cereal for a family versus what they might otherwise do, that's going to be much more affordable. The price of a bowl of cereal with with milk and with fruit is less than a dollar. So you can imagine why a consumer under pressure might find that to be a good place to go. Well, and also there's a lot of sugar in there. And so, uh, you know, why not have a big sugary dinner, right? I know the kids love it. And I could see this as something that you do from time to time, but it doesn't seem like it is the most sustainable. I mean, you want cereal for dinner to save money? I mean, just make some spaghetti. It's got to be less than a dollar a plate probably. Anyway, uh, cereal for dinner. I give him kudos for thinking of a way to market it specifically, giving people an idea on how to save money. So I don't knock him for that. And also, why would people be, why, why would there be backlash about this? That's ridiculous. People get upset about anything. All you have to do is say, okay, no, thank you. You don't have to, you know, pile on the guy for offering you an idea for how to save money eating Lucky Charms. Good morning. Ever caught someone doing a good job? Tell us about it. This is a positive story about a dog who survived an avalanche. A dog named Oler was separated from his owner in Colorado 11 months ago during an avalanche. Yeah. 
Even though the dog has been in the wild for such a long period of time, he appears to be in good health. He's been found on a trail cam. Here's the dog's owner, Jacob Dalby, just after escaping the avalanche almost a year ago, talking about trying to find his dog. They noticed dog tracks exiting the avalanche debris and all the way out the drainage. Yeah, and he's got a little bit of wolf in him as well, so he's very adapt to being out in these conditions and, and that he's definitely still alive and he's just probably looking for me and we're looking for him. I just want him back. That dog is literally everything to me. I'm not going to stop looking for him until we find him. Wow, that is wild. They uh, both survived the avalanche. So uh, that truly is good news. If you've got a story out there that is good, let us tell it right here. Email it to show at ikewingate.com. It's time for Stranger Than Fiction. Well, isn't it ironic, don't you think? They say it's important to keep your chimney clean in order to prevent fires, even if your building is, uh, is packed to the brim with chimneys. I guess that's still a good tip. Because this past week, firefighters in Scranton, Pennsylvania, were called to a chimney manufacturing plant after it, wait for it, caught on fire. It's unclear how many people were in the building when it broke out, but thankfully they were able to evacuate everybody. One person was hospitalized for smoke inhalation. The cause of the fire is under investigation. Police say there's no sign that it's suspicious. They didn't say whether it had to do with the chimneys themselves, but let's be real. They probably didn't clean their chimneys. That is stranger than fiction. Good morning. This is kind of a uh, weird story out there because the Willy Wonka experience is something a lot of people are after, right? If you are wise to listen to me. All right, so with the popularity of Willy Wonka, apparently there was a group out there that tried to trick people into paying for a Willy Wonka experience. Yeah. Anyway, it was supposed to be happening in Scotland. It cost $45 a person, advertised as an immersive walkthrough experience that made you feel like you were in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Uh, They used AI to create images to make it look really awesome. When parents and children actually arrived, it was mostly an empty warehouse with a few props sitting around that looked like stuff from parade floats. It was less than 10 minutes long, the whole experience, There was no candy even. One person gave it the review of underwhelming is an understatement. Embarrassing doesn't even cut it. Uh, Apparently, some uh, parents were concerned enough that they called the police. Not only because they felt defrauded, but they said the place was unsafe. Organizers apologized and blamed the disaster on holographic technology not arriving on time and promise to give out refunds. Not sure if they're getting shut down or not since the police have been called, but nonetheless, people will do anything to make a buck. Going to a warehouse, an empty warehouse, with a few props and a couple leftover parade floats. (laughs) That is not what Willy Wonka would be signing off on. Good morning. Well, 75% of people have skipped out on an event because of blank. What do you think that blank is? 75% of people have skipped out on an event because of blank. Have you ever avoided going out because you didn't want to deal with parking? 
Most Americans say yes. 75% of us have skipped a social event because we knew parking would be a hassle. Yeah. This is typically in larger cities, right? City centers where it's difficult to find parking. 88% of people try to avoid paying for parking. I mean, especially in our area. You know, when you travel to a larger city or something like that and you have to pay for parking, it just seems wrong. It's like, what? Parking should be free everywhere. Anyway, people have uh, confessed they'll drive around for at least 10 minutes looking for an open spot if it's free. 57% have also used public transportation or Uber to avoid dealing with parking. Yeah. How about that? Two-thirds of people who avoid paying for parking said they'd be more willing to pay if they could reserve a spot ahead of time. So you knew exactly where you are going to be parking. Go straight there and park. People are more willing to pay for that. But an interesting stat that three-fourths of Americans have avoided going somewhere just because of the hassle of parking. (laughs) Uh, You want to go to that tonight? Nah, the parking is going to be too difficult. So let's just stay home and not have fun. Good morning. And a very pleasant Friday morning. Well, do you have secrets? And do you keep secrets from your spouse? A lot of people do. A lot of people do. According to a recent survey, it might be... Well, what do you think? How many people do you think keep secrets from their spouse or partner, if you will? In a new survey, one in four people admit to keeping secrets from a live-in partner. Naturally, it happens more with young adults than it does with older generations. All these aren't necessarily short-term things either. Of the people who have kept secrets, a third have kept something from their partner for over a year, and half of them are currently keeping a secret. Wow. Okay, so what what are you keeping a secret about? Two-thirds feel guilty about telling their partner something, but 40% have something that they never plan to reveal to their partner for whatever reason. So you better hope you don't fall asleep and start talking because you're going to reveal all your secrets while you're talking in your sleep. You know what I'm saying? Looking at you. Yeah, so this isn't like a, a little thing that is a temporary secret. Uh, this amount of people, 40% said they are not going to tell them ever. So again, be careful when you sleep. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for being here. Happy Friday to you. Here we are on the first day of March. Kind of hard to believe, isn't it? It really is. Well, we told you earlier today about the suggestion of cereal for dinner to save money. And you think about when you were a kid and all the meals that were done in a certain way to save money, right? It's just part of life. But apparently online, where is this? Uh, BuzzFeed. A lot of people started sharing unusual food combinations not realizing they were unusual when they were a kid, but as adults, realizing nobody eats that. Ketchup sandwiches was at the uh, top of the list. Ketchup and white bread, that's it. Some people would add bologna if they were rich. Uh, here's another one. Eggo waffles with melted sharp cheddar cheese. What? I've never heard of that. Have you eaten that? That's something you ate as a kid? 
Cut up hot dogs and everything. Yeah, that sounds right. Put some hot dogs and mac and cheese on top of rice and scrambled eggs, stir-fry vegetables. Um, I always just... You had the cut up hot dogs and beans, right? Beanie weenies or whatever. Another one uh, is grape jelly on grilled cheese. You ever had that? I've never had that. That actually sounds pretty good. Spaghetti noodles with canned beans. Okay. Another one, chili with cinnamon rolls. You ever had that combination? No? Making ham salad by grinding up uncooked hot dogs and mixing them with sweet relish and mayonnaise. You ever had that? Ham salad? Okay. Uh... Here's an interesting one, and this isn't necessary to save money, but one of those odd food combinations, drinking milk with spaghetti. I definitely remember doing that. Yeah, it counters the acidity. But apparently, actual people from Italy think it's completely crazy. Yeah, so you, you graduated from milk with spaghetti to wine with spaghetti, I guess. Uh, coffee and crackers. It says you take a plate, line it with saltines, pour over coffee until they're softened, then spread some sugar on them, and eat them with deli ham. What? What is this? They say it's a poor man's country ham, biscuits, and red-eye gravy. It sounds disgusting. What did we miss? What other odd food combinations, whether it was just odd combos or ways to save money, do you remember as a kid? Let me know. Send me a text. 870-505-1518. Good morning. Hey, I want to tell you about another podcast I'm doing, one that is shining a light in the dark corners of our media, our government, and our culture. It's the Ike Wingate Show. You can find it at IkeWingate.com. Please subscribe to it, listen to it. It's a longer-form, unfiltered podcast that delves deep into the issues that are happening in our culture. So check it out, please. Hey, thanks for checking out the Ike Wingate Morning Show podcast. It's an honor to know you've been listening and hanging out with us. We know you got choices, and believe me, we appreciate that you made this choice. We'd love to spread the word. We need your help with that. Leave us a review. Rate us whatever you can, because that'll help spread the word on the show. You want to contact us? Hit us up. Show at IkeWingate.com. We're on Insta. We're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're everywhere. Just type in the Ike Wingate Show. Have a great day.